0: bulletin. Households across New South Wales, South Australia and Southeast Queensland could face power bill hikes as high as 23.7%. US officials say they'll not be deterred after a US drone crashed after an encounter with the Russian military jets. And in sport, Manchester City triumphs 7-0 against RB Leipzig in the Champions League. Households across New South Wales, South Australia and South East Queensland will face increases in their power bills as high as 23.7% if the Australian energy regulator's draft determination is confirmed. These increases in the default market offer, or DMO, are set to come into effect at the beginning of July. The DMO functions as an electricity price safety net, marking the maximum increases for households and small business customers on standard retail plans in the three states. Residential customers on standard retail plans could face price increases of 19.5% to 23.7% depending on their region, the regulator says. After consultation period, the regulator will issue its final draft offer for the year. The United States claims one of its drones has crashed in the Black Sea south of Ukraine after a collision with a Russian fighter jet. The US European Command said two Russian SU-27 jet fighters conducted what they called a non-safe and unprofessional intercept with a manned US MQ-9 drone. It reportedly involved one jet fighter striking the propeller of the drone, which caused it to crash in international waters. The US command claims that before flying into the drone, the jet fighter dumped fuel on it and flew directly in front of it. U.S. government says it summoned the Russian ambassador over the matter, expressing fear such an incident could lead to escalation. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the incident will not stop the U.S. Air Force conducting reconnaissance in the region. It is another reckless act by President Putin and his military. And I want to tell Mr. Putin, stop this behavior before you are the cause of an unintended escalation we have seen this behavior from the russian military before and it will not deter the united states from conducting operations over the black sea the albanese government says the disposal of toxic waste from australia's new fleet of nuclear submarines is a very significant issue environmental groups have raised concerns on the impact of the program Prime Minister Antonio Albanese announced the latest detail of uh, the AUKUS uh, submarine deal yesterday alongside the U.S. President Joe Biden and U.K. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. The submarines, powered by sealed nuclear reactors, will need to have their reactors disposed of in secure facilities. Defence Minister Richard Miles has told Channel 7 the government is taking the issue very seriously. The first of the reactors that we will need to deal with uh, will come offline in about the mid-2050s. So that's when oh, we're talking okay. about, 30 oh. years from now. So, it, it, But I don't want to understate this. This will be a very significant thing that we will be doing. We will need to build a facility to, to do this. It's obviously going to have to be in a place which is remote from populations. We've made it clear this will happen on defence land, be it current or future. Mr. Miles says the government will announce a process on how that facility will be identified and constructed within the year. New data shows that thousands of people across Australia sought legal support regarding the mistreatment of people with disability ahead of disability of the Disability Royal Commission. Data from. Your story Disability Legal Support, a national legal service that has offered support for those taking part in the Royal Commission, shows demands surged in the months leading up to submissions closing on 31 December 2022. Your story has fielded over 10,000 inquiries since 2019 from people with disability or their supporters, with over 21% of these inquiries received during the second half of 2022. The Disability Royal Commission has reported that it has received 7,945 submissions. Director Susanna O'Neill says these numbers are a testament to the bravery of those coming forward. And I think what those numbers show is the extraordinary commitment of people with disabilities to creating a more inclusive society, um, not just for their own community, but for everybody. Um, It's not necessarily an easy thing to take part in the Disability Royal Commission or any Royal Commission. It's a very selfless um, thing to do and it often involves um, sharing quite difficult um, and sometimes traumatic experiences. Ms O'Reilly said that uh, while submissions had closed for the Royal Commission, people with disability, families and carers across Australia could continue to access your story's free legal support. Five superannuation funds have been accused of greenwashing but not, not doing enough to rein in major fossil, fossil fuel companies. The claim has been made in a report today by Market Forces, a lobbying group affiliated with the Friends of the Earth Environmental Coalition. The super funds, a mix of retail and industry providers, AMP, Australian Retirement Trust, Australian Super, AWARE Super and Commonwealth Super Co-op, COP managed a total of $1 trillion of retirement savings. Market Forces says the funds have failed to effectively engage with companies they invest in from the fossil fuel sector, despite the funds being publicly aligned with the Paris Agreement on climate change and zero emissions targets. A 69 year old man has died after he was set on fire during an alleged assault in central Victoria, police say. Police say the altercation between the two men occurred at a property in Whitshif yesterday before the alleged confrontation resulted in the victim being set alight. The man was flown to the Alfred Hospital in Melbourne in a critical condition but died overnight. The alleged perpetrator has been charged this morning with attempted murder with the charge expected to be upgraded. The accused will front Ballarat Magistrate's Court later today. Four people charged with a combined 43 offences, including assaulting police, will face court today following an alleged police pursuit yesterday. Police say they pursued a speeding vehicle through New South Wales, in the Hunter Valley region after the car failed to pull over before road spikes finally brought the car to a stop. Following an extensive foot pursuit, the four were arrested and taken to Cessnock Police Station. The 37-year-old woman is charged with 23 offences, including multiple outstanding arrest warrants, driving while disqualified, using a weapon to avoid lawful detention, and two counts of assault on police. All four were refused bail and they are due to appear at the local court today. Such teams in Gabon have recovered the bodies of an additional 15 passengers from a ferry that sunk off the West African country's coast, bringing the death toll up to 21. The Esther Miracle ferry was carrying 161 passengers when it sunk last week. Head of rescue operation Bekale Mayong said on state television that 124 people had been rescued and 21 confirmed dead after 15 more bodies were fished from the shipwreck. Public prosecutor Andrei Hoponat said the bodies were found within the sunken vessel. Bon, uh, je peux vous dire que... Fifteen bodies have been taken out of water, and they were found within the sunken boat. And thanks to the intervention of divers, their bodies were able to be recovered. All of the victims were wearing life-saving vests, so they were stuck inside the ferry. Such operations are ongoing, and the government has not yet commented on the causes of the incident. Nike will stop using kangaroo leather in its sporting shoes following increasing calls for a ban from animal welfare advocates. The US based company has confirmed its leading tempo soccer shoes will now be made with a synthetic material, which is a better performance solution than kangaroo leather. The leather will also be phased out across all Nike products by the end of the year, the company confirmed. It comes after German brand Puma announced similar changes last week, noting the vegan synthetic material was better. Animal welfare advocates have welcomed the move away from kangaroo leather, describing the killing of kangaroos as inhumane slaughter. Australia's kangaroo population in 2022 was estimated to be more than 30 million. And in sport, Arling Haaland has scored a record equaling five goals in a Champions League match, leading Manchester City's 7-0 triumph over RB Leipzig. The Norwegian footballer made history with his five goals, including a first-half hat-trick, making him the fastest player to reach 30 goals in the competition. Haaland was eventually substituted after 63 minutes with City leading 6-0. It finished 7-0 and 8-1 on aggregate with captain Ilkay Gondogai and Kevin De Bruyne also netting with the last kick of the game. The win at Etihad Etihad Stadium pushes Manchester through to the quarterfinals in an emphatic fashion. Now, having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, a sunny day, 32 degrees. Perth, possible shower, 27. Adelaide, partly cloudy, 25. Melbourne, mostly sunny, 26. Hobart, a shower, or two, windy, 21 degrees. Albury, Wodonga, sunny, 29. Canberra, sunny, 30. Wollongong, Clouds clearing, 33 degrees, Sydney mostly sunny, 35, Newcastle sunny, 36, Brisbane sunny, 34, Townsville mostly sunny, 32 degrees, Cairns possible shower, 32, Alice Springs sunny, 36, Darwin partly cloudy, 32, and the Torres Strait Island, the sunny there ahead and a top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.